Hi everyone, this is Valentina Algeri and you're listening to The Conscious Podcast. Welcome to The Conscious Pod. My name is Carlos Cerullo and this is your place to cultivate wisdom, awareness, life insights to raise your being and become more conscious in your daily life. Hey Conscious Fam, welcome to episode 38 of the Conscious Podcast. On this podcast, I shared a conscious conversation with the lovely Valentina Algeri. Valentina is founder of Statera Collective and a yoga teacher. We dive deep into topics including doing what lights you up, combining passions in life, creating your vibe tribe, taking a gap year at any age, responsible volunteering, having balance, letting go of fear and trusting in the journey, consuming good conscious material, prioritizing what you want, the importance of resilience, having a greater impact, leaving a legacy, and so much more. This was the first time meeting Valentina, and we talked for so long after this recording. Valentina has such an amazing energy and soul, and is impacting the world in a responsible and powerful way. There is so much wisdom and lessons in this episode for anyone. I really enjoyed this, and I hope you do too. Valentina, how are you? Well, thank you. How are you? I'm excellent. Thank you. That's good. What have you been up to today? Uh, This morning, I woke up, I had a cacao, and I've done some yoga stretches. But aside from that, just enjoying a coffee together with you. Awesome. You had some, what was it, a cacao? A cacao cacao drink. Drink, yes. So sometimes I have that in lieu of a coffee. If I know I'll have a coffee later, I have one a day. Yeah. But it's a really nice way to start the day. Awesome. And that's just raw cacao. Yeah, raw cacao with hot water. water. Nice. What's Mm. the benefits of that? Uh, They say with meditation, um, it's actually a really nice way of uh, going to a vibration that is aligned to where you need to be, where your intentions are going to be set for that day. So that's why it's really nicely done before meditation or yoga so that you can, I suppose, vibrate to that level. Nice. So mm. you're basically saying we're supposed to be eating chocolate for breakfast. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Who doesn't want that, right? Yeah. I think everyone's dream just came true. Yeah. <laughs> but it is really nice. Nice. What are you most excited about in life right now? Uh, at the moment, I'm really excited that this is New Year's Eve day yeah. and we're starting a brand new year. Um, I'm excited that I will be doing some Statera Collective volunteering trips in April. So Mm -hmm. I'm busy preparing for those. And I'm excited to be meeting more aligned people such as yourself. I think when you put it out there, you do receive. And it's been such a blessing to start to see these great interactions and alignments um, coming into reality. Yeah, and that's like, like even being here today, meeting you, uh, I think it was only a couple of weeks ago, um, and this all came about through, like you were just saying, like me putting out what I, I guess, uh, what's the word, my my, my passions, my purpose, my thoughts, my authenticity, and then that attracted um, Carly and Hannah, which then attracted me, Ebony as well, which then 
they networked me yep. with you, connected me with you, and then the network's growing, and it's yeah. like, oh, man, I'm meeting all these aligned Absolutely. people, and it's amazing. And all um, of a sudden, you have this tribe, yeah. you know, it's great. And that's the Conscious Collective. Absolutely. Um, and then all the things you're doing is just super exciting. I can't wait to get stuck into all of that. And um, for me... I don't know too much about you, only obviously through Instagram and Facebook yeah. and checking out everything that you do on there. But for myself and for the listeners that, that don't know you too much, what's a wrap-up of your life from start to now? So it's a, everything you're doing now. Yeah. I'll try and keep it short <laughs> and succinct, but I'll give you an overview. So um, I originally was born in Perth and come from a really beautiful, wholesome, loud Italian family. And when I was 26, I came out of a long relationship and I spent a year just being blissfully single and really just developing myself. So I spent lots of weekends alone at the beach with a coffee, reading books and um, started to find yoga. I practiced yoga. I was working in a busy corporate role at the time, so I did throw myself into work, probably unconsciously at that time, but it was a great distraction and I really enjoyed being around the energy of people, etc. So after I was transferred with my job over to Sydney, so I moved to Sydney five and a half years ago, and um, it was at that point that my nonna passed away, so nonna, my grandmother in Italian, and... um, It was funny because that was probably the catalyst for so much growth and change. So originally I hadn't wanted wanted to move away from Perth because I knew that time with grandparents was limited, Um, obviously them being older, but um, that was really my only reason for not wanting to move and I'd made that move and then lost her and we had a really close connection. So I think um, I was busy in my corporate role. I um, had just started dating someone who is now my husband and I was wondering what is the purpose of life, what is the purpose for me doing these long hours at work, where am I going, Um, I was climbing the corporate ladder, had nowhere, I didn't have any idea as to where this corporate ladder was leaning up against, you know, so climbing, doing really well. Um, and then it was, I decided to leave that job because I thought that, that is it. I'm ready for a new opportunity. But it just so happened that when you work in banking, they give you four weeks of gardening leave, which means they pay you for the four weeks when you finish a role and you have four weeks off, um, because they're protecting their intellectual property. So they want you to leave immediately. They pay you for four weeks. So you get time and money. And they're two things that I know, a lot of people uh, want in life and you kind of get the time and money and you think, what am I going to do? Um, So it was at that point I decided I've always dreamed of volunteering. I'm going to Cambodia. So I literally booked a flight on the spot, which was quite spontaneous. (laughs) And uh, I went to Cambodia and I have to admit, I went alone. Um, Was that your first time? First time volunteering, first time just, I suppose, uh, traveling on my own to a place I had no idea about, did not research it at all. <laughs> I arrived at the airport to what I thought would um, be air-conditioned transport to pick me up and it ended up being a tuk-tuk yeah. and completely freaking out. Anyway, went to the hotel. It was all safe and a great experience. The following 10 days was literally life-changing. So we built a house in a village in Siem Reap and it was funny that trip. I just started to feel me um, yeah. 
and I just had this yearning to return back and I had no idea how or why or when but I knew that it was going to happen. So I got back to Australia and went into another corporate banking job. At that time I wasn't aware that it probably wasn't my um, alignment yep. but I, I needed you know an income yep. and it was what I did so I did it and I stayed in that corporate banking job for 18 more months um, until I realized that I needed to travel and my partner who became my fiance at the time we decided that was what our next chapter was so um, I suppose having uh, family, friends, some people thought we were mad to take a gap year in our 30s, but I thought, why not? You know, we organized our finances, we have investment properties, we lined everything up and we just did the massive cut. We left our corporate jobs and we went traveling for 10 months, which was epic. And being older, taking a gap year, you realize that you don't just... Um, it's a very different experience, I think, to t- if you take a gap year when you're 18. So I would recommend it to anyone of all ages. I'm still on my gap year. It's, yeah, it's, it's awesome. It's been seven years. It's <laughs> great. Like, and as you get older, you appreciate more finer things yep. and you just have a different, I don't know, you just have a different experience. Um, so we travelled around the world. We literally bought a World Lonely Planet book. We sticky noted all our favourite places that we wanted to go and um, we visited 14 countries. So we did a hike to Machu Picchu, we went to Cuba, we we went to New York and Iceland, spent some time in Europe and and we ended the trip with me starting Statera Collective and the first two of the volunteering trips that I now run. So um, the end of that trip, which was the end of 2017, was the beginning of Satera Collective, and that's what I do now. I organise responsible volunteering and wellness trips for people. Amazing. And I've got all those dates as well. We were yeah, just talking before, before about April. which one I can fit in and yeah. it's going to be over my birthday, which would be amazing because yeah. it's something that ever since I was little, it was always I seen someone somewhere would have been maybe on TV or something building wells. Yeah. And I was like, how amazing would that be? Not not knowing when I was younger that they didn't have clean water, but it would be like, how cool would that be yep. to build a well yep. instead of these, you see obviously on TV, them carrying it for miles. Um and even now, it's it's more so clean water. Like Absolutely. you can give them water, but it's got to be clean Absolutely. as well. So, um, and then this building is it's houses or it's schools? Houses, yeah. houses like that yeah, would be unreal. It's awesome. Um, there's a it's a very long process for the family to go through yeah. to qualify to receive a house. So they need to be proving that they're entrepreneurial and the husband oh, okay. and wife yep. are working. So they it's, don't just... It's not just to anyone. To, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So um, the family that receive it are quite worthy and they have a social worker following their journey to make sure that they're okay. fulfilling their promises, yep. I suppose, to the NGOs. So it's beautiful when you see a house going to the hands of people that are working hard yeah. and really have that authenticity authentic um, vision for the future that it is going to be better and they are willing to work hard for that yeah yeah something really special about that yeah that is so cool and sounds so rewarding yeah um so that's what you do now is just these trips or you still work your corporate job i know i've i'm finishing corporate but i do teach yoga on the side and um yeah i do some contract roles here and there based on what i did in the past but really now is my focus is to terra collective and organizing these trips 
Yeah. So, yeah, I love it. I love what I do. It's, it really is my dream. It combines everything that I... I love organising things. I love events. I love travelling. Yeah. And I always dreamed of doing volunteering. So now it's kind of put together in a beautiful package. Yeah. And that's a really good lesson for people is that you can put all yeah. these little passions that you have together and make that your life. You don't absolutely. have to just do one and, no, you can't do that without that. Just put them all together. Yeah, absolutely. I remember uh, two years ago, I went to see a business coach. I had three sessions with him, epic guy, and he just literally made me write down all the things that I used to do that I felt very aligned and that I loved. And it was so simple. It was like doing yoga, spending time with my dog, <laughs> spending time with my partner, traveling um, and volunteering and it was funny how all those elements came together to create this dream business in a way this social enterprise so yeah awesome that is unreal and I've I've got so many questions but I feel like they'll come up in the the questions (laughs) in in what's coming up would you say you're living your purpose absolutely definitely Um, I think sometimes we in the past so I came from a family who have owned businesses and have worked so hard to get where they were, where they are now. And I think everyone wants the best for their kids and they work hard so their kids and future generations have a better opportunity. But I think sometimes um, those values can lead to maybe being, um, you know, safe, you mm-hmm. know, not, not really like living purposefully, but just living safely. And that's okay too. But I think it gets to a point in people's lives where they start to assess and they think maybe safe isn't all there is. Maybe there's something else. Maybe there is something that lights me up. Maybe I do want to do something every day that's a bit different. It may not be safe, but it's fun and you feel alive. So um, absolutely, I do feel I'm living my purpose and I love connecting people and that's what I do. I connect good people with good volunteering opportunities and at the same time give them an amazing experience through enabling yoga and mindfulness and just guiding people back to themselves because essentially that's what everyone's looking for. Yeah. Just returning back home. Yeah, it sounds very full circle. Yeah, absolutely. So having your Italian background, are you second gen? So like your grandparents came over? Yes, my grandparents came over and then my dad also migrated when he was nine years old. Okay, so very similar background to mine. I was going to say story, but I guess you could say story (laughs) of them coming over. I think that whole be safe, be secure financially, uh, job-wise, is something that was definitely passed down through that age because they came over with nothing. Absolutely. Had to create something and it was like, we're putting food on the table. Yes. Whereas living your purpose really wasn't something that was talked about. It's really a new age thing of people living their purpose. I'd say I've only seen it in the past five, ten years, but surely it's been around longer. But that generation coming over was like, just survive. It is absolutely make a living, look after your family, and that's it. That that's and that's there's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah. But like you're saying, I think people now are like, okay, yes, but do I want to be in this job for the rest of my life, nine to five? Am I f- al- aligned? Am yeah. I feeling lit up about what I'm doing? And most people, a lot of people are going, no. Yeah. And that's where I think all of this stuff is happening. And Absolutely. that's why you see all the the quotes, the courses, the coaches coming about because there is ways to live your purpose and find your purpose. Absolutely. And I'm so grateful to my grandparents and 
uh, my great-grandparents for coming to Australia because I feel as if their movement, their idea of a better future has really led me to enable and help more people because at the end of the day, um, we all have this innate need to help and to better our situation. And to provide. So yeah. Absolutely. So my great-grandparents, when they, on my mum's side, when, moved, when they moved to Australia, they would uh, give boxes of fruit and veg to new migrants coming to Australia from Europe. So they were Greek or Yugoslavians, yep. Italians. And they just had this innate generosity. And so it's kind of gone full circle that now I'm doing enabling people on a global level. And that example, that work ethic, um, those values have now manifested into what I'm doing now. So I think on some level they would be proud that this is where their hard work has ended up. Yeah. And I think that that's something of all cultures and religions is like that compassion and kindness for everyone is just so beautiful and, and needs to be a highlight of life. What is success to you? Success is having a general balance. So a lot of people I know are being deterred from the word balance. So knowing that you can't have everything at one time and I completely appreciate that. Um, Especially as a woman, I think there's this whole notion of you need to have like the perfect husband, the perfect kids, the perfect career, be fulfilling your dreams, do yoga, be amazing in the kitchen, etc. Be the best lover. And there's all these competing priorities. But I think... um, um, success really looks like living your day simply. It could be simply um, living your life authentically, um, doing just showing up at your best every single day in everything you do. I believe the way you do one thing is how you do everything. So success could be in the form of a great career or living your life in a very authentic way, eating well exercising, whatever is a priority to you to be at your best, that is success. So um, if you have that niggling feeling that you're not doing what you're meant to be doing, then it's just really listening to that. That is success, is just knowing yourself on that level. Yeah, I agree. What are you most proud of in life? I am most proud of... Uh, facing, I suppose, my biggest fear. So, um, like I mentioned before, I was in a corporate job with a really great income. Um, As a young professional female, there was a lot of people backing my career and wanting me to grow and Mm -hmm. step up to that next level of leadership. And it was taking that step out. Uh, It's probably something I'm really proud of because on the day that I did resign, I didn't actually plan to resign that day. I'd seen my coach and he got me into this headspace where I realized that I deserved a lot more. And I literally walked. I felt catatonic. (laughs) I walked down the road with my resignation letter and resigned on the spot. So I'm really proud that I was able to tap into myself and really appreciate that there was so much more that I could be doing and face that fear of not knowing what the future would bring, but just letting go of that fear, that security mm-hmm. and diving into the unknown. That is something I'm hugely proud of because it was a block for so many years and it's probably a block for a lot of people out there as well. Um, a lot of people say they have kids or they have mortgage commitments or yeah. things like that. Um, I have mortgage commitments and I don't have children yet, but I still think there is an element of being able to take a risk and pursue what you love, even if you do have those commitments and responsibilities. 
Yeah, I, I feel a lot of people don't take that risk because, yeah, but this this income from this job pays for this and the, like my, my car, my house, Absolutely. my bills, and it works, and I save that little bit at the end, and that's that's how I'm living. And it's like, yes, maybe if you risk it, you might um, not be earning the same. Yes, but you could be earning more. You could have a better lifestyle as well. So. I definitely know the feeling because yes. I had that um, even just recently getting the van and, and moving and, and leaving my job. Um, but for people that are in that situation, what would your advice be or what would the steps be to then moving into taking the risk but moving into something that they feel more aligned towards? Are you saying everyone should quit their job right now and start doing that? Or is there was there a more, um, I guess, structural approach to what? your coach told you to, or what you yeah. did with your coach? Um, so I would say firstly, um, not to... You, for people you to, knew what you wanted to do? I didn't, to be honest. Okay. So yep. things kind of morphed. So there's an element of planning and there's an element of just winging it. And I'm actually reading <laughs> Emma Isaac's Winging It yeah. um, at the moment. So it's quite timely. Um, I think it's really about getting your head, get around good people, get around people that are energetic, that are living in abundance, that are living a good life, that are happy. If you hang out with those miserable, you know, kind of losers, (laughs) um, you're going to end up like that, right? So I think it's really about surrounding yourself with energetic people, um, people that inspire you. Sometimes... And I've even been in this position where I realise, wow, I'm lifting everybody else up, but who's my who's my yeah. light glow? Who's my light? Who who am I reaching up to? So being around great people, reading good books, being around energy, being in a positive mindset. Mm-hmm. So just consuming all this good stuff that is high vibrational. Um, just sitting down, closing your eyes, ten minutes, set your timer on your phone. You don't have to meditate. You don't have to like levitate. <laughs> just start. Start somewhere, you know. Just go to a yoga class. It's beautiful in pursuing all these different things that you'll find something that is aligned and you'll start to get some more answers. So my advice for anyone wanting to live a more aligned life or taking that risk is keep working your day job, but as- alongside that, start consuming good stuff, yeah. being in a positive mindset, being growing a growth mindset first and foremost because you'll start to even realize that that will impact your day job Um, and planning maybe even 12 months if you wanted to leave a corporate job and pursue something save up some money maybe cut out some little luxuries day to day to put that money aside for your dream because you'll realize you'll start prioritizing things that matter to you Mm -hmm. and that's how you kind of work towards going towards maybe a dream a dream business or a goal or something like that. Yeah. So just setting yourself up, just reprioritizing your life. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love that because that re reprioritization is where you, your focus will go into those things. Absolutely. Like, like the saving or like the, the focus on that goal or that shift or that, that holiday. And then your actions will align with that focus and then your energy goes into that as well. Absolutely. And then that's when you start manifesting exactly. everything. Because it starts you're, happening. Yeah, you're focusing on that thing and you, I guess you have something to look forward to, but it's like you, you look forward to each day, but there's also that that you're aiming for and yeah. moving towards. So There's a greater vision. There's yes. a, a burning why. You know, you wake yeah. up in the morning and you know it's not just earn money that day, 
go for brunch on the weekend, <laughs> go for drinks with friends. There's this greater vision yeah. that you're working on in the background and that keeps you motivated, that keeps you aligned. There's been a lot of butcher's papers and textures and writing and lots of that kind of stuff, yeah. you know, lots of yoga classes, um, lots of meltdowns, lots of reconnecting back to yourself. It's not an easy journey, but it's absolutely possible. Yeah. And you got to drink your cacao. In Absolutely, the morning. That's <laughs> not not every day. I, I have to say, I don't have a set morning routine. I know yep. a lot of people are hell bent about yeah. doing something every day and staying aligned and doing the same thing. But you also need to give yourself permission to have that flexibility. Mix things up if something's not working, or if you're feeling you're in a different headspace. Yep. Try something new. We're not um, robots, so you don't yeah. need to do the same thing all the time. Mm. Just listen to yourself and give yourself what you need. Mm. Flexibility. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. What is the worst thing that has ever happened to you? And how is that the best thing that has ever happened to you? Um, I'll probably <laughs> revert back to, um, so when my nonna passed, that was the worst thing that happened. But it's funny that since... Um, maybe physically her leaving the earth, I would say, um, my sense of spirituality and my mindset, everything has grown from that experience because I went into a, a, a dark, not a dark place, but I say a very sad place when she passed away. And it's funny since then that really ignited my sense of purpose. Um, I realized that we were only on this earth for a limited amount of time and what would be the legacy that I would pass on to people, the community? Um, I think I had always seen, oh, you, you have an impact on your family and your friends and that's it. But now it's what do you, what's your mark on this earth? Like mm-hmm. what are you going to leave? Um, you don't need statues or, statues or plaques in your name, but what is your impact? What are, what are you going to touch and mm-hmm. leave for others? Um, so that's probably been the worst and also the light of my life. Um, and also realizing that I suppose now being spiritual, that just because somebody passes physically doesn't mean they're not around. There's a lot of things in life that we can't explain, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, I think it's just, yeah, it's been a blessing in a way. Mm. And I think that reminds me of what you were saying at the start in holding these, um, uh, volu- is it volunteer retreats? Yeah, volunteer yeah trips. Yeah. Trips. Yeah. Um, how you were saying that you do them very consciously and sustainably, so that it's is it what's the words ethical for? It's ethical for them. Like it doesn't yes. impact because yeah. you can go on some that I know I know because I've been I've looked at some where you can go and do stuff and volunteer, but it's yes. not it's affecting the community in also a bad way. Yes. Um, for example, I know some there's been some bad stuff being um, shared around of that some retreats go and they leave rubbish and yes they absolutely. Make, make a mess they use uh let's say they don't support the locals they, mm. they're supporting more the westerners that are yes, there so right. yeah to explain more about that like yeah. i love what you're doing yeah but yeah how what's the difference there in in your impact of what you do to yeah absolutely so um with the satera collective we call them change maker trips so uh they're a week long and the idea of is to go and assist or support a responsible project. So that project could look like spending a few days at a community school or building a house, for example. So the the idea around responsible is um, leaving a sustainable legacy. So we don't go there as heroes. Um, I know there's a lot of 
charities out there that get slammed for having that kind of white volunteer, white hero complex. And we absolutely don't advocate them. So we don't go there as saviors or as heroes. There's no one to save, right? So you go there. It's just really an enablement. It's yeah. being able to Giving share your a skill. time. And yeah. Yes. Yeah. It just going there, doing your thing. You don't need to even make best friends with the locals. Just go there, do your thing and come away. You, that's it. You know, yeah. there's no, you don't even need to have that attachment. It's really just giving yourself that time. And then stepping away. So with that being responsible, um, we also implement stuff like uh, bringing 20-litre water bottles that we can all kind of top up our plastic water bottles yep. with during the trip so we reduce our plastic waste. Because, yep. of course, when you travel to Asia, the first thing you do is go buy bottled water yeah. because it's clean. So we like to just implement those little things during the trip to make sure that, A, we're not actually... I suppose, increasing the number of plastic bottles that are going to landfill. We're creating awareness around that. We encourage... we encourage also our volunteers to go and dine at community-oriented cafes um, and eateries. So there's a lot of cafes that are set up to support foundations Mm. or provide school breakfast for local kids from more impoverished villages. So things like that, it's really just about enablement and raising awareness so people can travel, have a great time, but also know they're they're helping the community in a small way. Um, we also do let all our volunteers know when they arrive about local scams um, yeah. and things such as not buying merchandise from kids yes. because obviously when you buy things from kids, it's those parents, from there. Yeah. It, those, those kids will be taken out of school, for example, to sell things because we buy things from kids because they're cuter than the adults and then that child gets taken out of school, which means they don't receive an education, which yeah. then obviously manifests that circle of poverty so there's so many things that we just provide education even and the great thing about humans is we talk so as soon as we come on to a we learn about a good thing we tell our best friend we tell our husband our our community and it's just really word of mouth and education so um i go i guess that's what embodies the responsible aspect of our trips yeah and that's awesome and and the point i wanted to why i wanted to bring that up is just the imp- you said impact, impact. You, how you want to impact the world the community and people it's yes you can run events and stuff like that but if you're not doing it in a way that's going to impact everyone involved in a good way then you're kind of creating more exactly of, of the mess that's there so yeah i really um respect that and um admire yeah, <laughs> that you. you're doing thank that you. sorry i was losing the words there yeah what is the best advice you've ever been given I don't know who told me this, but I posted this on Instagram last night. So someone once said to me, as soon as you look around and you feel content and you have everything you need and you feel um, as if everything's settled, it's stable, it's ticking along, that's when you pull your own rug from underneath you. And I don't know who told me that, but for some reason it always stuck in my head. Because I have got to places where it's taken me so long and I've worked so hard to get to this level of stability. And then I think, now it's time to shift something. And you just make yourself uncomfortable. So what does that look like? It looks like enrolling in a course or 
even RSVPing to an event which you may be completely out of your comfort zone or investing money in an event or self-development or, um, I don't know, going back to school as an adult, just doing something that really makes you uncomfortable, going to Cambodia when you haven't researched it, you know, things like that, really pulling the rug from underneath you so that you're uncomfortable because your whole notion around that is when you're uncomfortable, you learn and when things change around you, you also grow. So the whole idea that if we stop growing, if we stop changing, then we're not learning, we're not moving forward in in our growth journey. Yeah. Things will just be stagnant. Stagnant, you know, yeah. and it just becomes that, that day-to-day grind. Yeah. And who wants a grind? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Especially if it's day-to-day and you're not really, like, lit up yeah, by Yeah, you're by not. It. You're like, oh, yeah. yeah. And it was something that, that I've realized even just before I started my little little journey is um, just being okay with getting by. Yeah. And that's right. And it was comfortable. Yeah. Like, it's, it's not a bad It's not a bad thing. Spot. Yeah. But I, yeah. Definitely yeah. very aligned with myself and yeah. listened to myself, and it was like, just get out, yeah. <laughs> just do something. Yeah, it's those events that get your heart racing and yeah. like palms sweaty, and you think, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, but that is so good, you know, even to get yourself into such a state where you're facing yeah. your fear right in the eyes. It's awesome. Yeah, it's exhilarating. I agree. Yeah, what advice would you give your 16 year old self? Um, I've had a good think about this, so. When I was 16, I was so ambitious and I used to do a lot of extracurricular stuff. So a lot of um, self-judgment, you know, I guess the, the mindset, even though I wasn't buying a house or, you know, doing the, doing the things that you do to keep up with the Joneses as such, I was very much in a 16-year-old mindset that I wanted to keep up with what a high achiever looked like, what I was meant to look like um, as a woman, etc. So... I probably wouldn't talk so much to my 16-year-old self, but I'd probably just hold her and give her a long hug because I think at that time and what a lot of younger people need is really just connection and presence um, and understanding and just to be listened to. So I would probably just go back to the 16-year-old self and really just listen, just um, reassure her that, the gut was always going to lead her and she was going to make amazing decisions in the future and just to trust. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. How do you think people can become more fulfilled in life? Um, cutting out the noise and listening to the voice. So that's um, a concept from Peter Kelly. If you listen to her, she did a talk once on knowing what is noise and what is voice. Uh, The voice is your internal, your soul, your sense of self, the real you. The noise is the chattering thinking mind, the external stuff, um, the radio, the TV, um, your friends, just that chit-chat, judgments, self-judgments, ego. Ego is noise. So it's really just connecting even trying to connect with the voice that that guiding you know that really sure sense of self that that little voice that sometimes gets masked sometimes by this overwhelming sense of judgment and ego um just tapping into that really Mm. um in any way shape or form some people find the voice through meditation some people find the voice through just going for a walk you know you don't have to be cacao drinking, 
yoga, levitating, levitating yeah. <laughs> you know, meditators. You don't need to do that stuff, but whatever just brings you to that alignment yeah. and you're able to tap in with who you really are, do more of that. Mm-hmm. What is a big problem you think needs to be talked about more in society? This is an interesting one. So I think the, it's, um, I guess now with consciousness maybe starting to be a bit more mainstream, there's two things that have come from it. A is there's this sense of vulnerability that has come up and you see that a lot on social media. So yeah. people that look rock solid and live these fancy lives will then have a Instagram story where they just cry their eyes out. Awesome, awesome. It's very, very good I think to be real aligned and vulnerable and openly vulnerable, show people that yeah. every day isn't honky dory. It's yeah. it's um it is a journey. There's ups mm. and downs. Very you know? authentic. Very authentic. Yeah. It's real to break open sometimes. Um, the other side of that is also resilience. So what I'm seeing is a lot of people being vulnerable, but not developing or focusing on bouncing back, coming back to themselves. They're not. No, and uh, maybe this is just my personal observation, but I think it's so important to identify being vulnerable and absolutely embodying that, acknowledging that, but also developing this sense of resilience. Mm. So have that moment where you do just take, you know, your mask off and um, have a breakdown, but also find ways and techniques that you can also reconnect back with yourself being resilient. You'll find a lot of um, very conscious, very spiritual people have this amazing ability to bounce back Mm. quickly. They don't stay in a rut very long. They'll have a meltdown and just step back into themselves. Um, And developing those techniques, I think, is so important to keep growing. Mm. So what does that come down to? Is it a mindset? Is it a uh, the right actionable steps is it a perspective yeah maybe maybe it's also just taking the time out knowing Mm. when you've kind of reached your limit so Mm. I know especially around Christmas time we've just come out of a lot of people feel very anxious about being around family or (laughs) you know maybe people they're not they're their family or friends but they're not actually aligned to so it's really just like taking that step back really reassessing where they're at maybe taking a few deep breaths just to recenter mm-hmm. themselves and just come back to who they are. Yeah. Love that. If this was the last time you seen me and I asked you to teach me something tangible that I can use every day in my life to improve my life, what would you teach me? I would say, this is probably a bit <laughs> random, but I would say be a self-actualizing consumer. So as an individual, we all have, we are all consumers and especially now with obviously like plastic and the impact on the environment and the things that we do every day is, I'm not sure if you've heard of Maslow's hierarchy of needs. So yes. um, it starts at the bottom with needing your basic, you know, food, shelter, water, and it goes all the way up to the tip of the pyramid, which is self-actualization. So aside from obviously we need to consume food and water, etc., mm-hmm. to live and have shelter, but everything we, I guess, energetically put our money towards, are we, are we doing so in a conscious way? You know, obviously we need clothes and those things yep. day to day. But are we really investing in things that self-actualize us? Are we, are we working towards becoming a better human, connecting mm-hmm. to our, our real selves? 
Um, so yeah, if I would always, I would probably just say to be a conscious consumer, um, and also be a conscious creator as yep. well to create those things for also others, which is yeah. absolutely what you're doing. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that's going yeah. in my Instagram bio. <laughs> how can I find my purpose, or how can people find their purpose? Um, we did touch on this. Yeah, yeah. we did. Um, I would say getting their head more around and being around more amazing people, such as listening to this podcast, yeah. but also <laughs> just cheeky plug, just, yeah. yeah. But just also, um, just being mindful about just checking in, um, being around good stuff, reading amazing books, being around people who lift you up. Um, there is starting to become this community of people that are, I suppose, waking up is a, yep. is a word for it. So I, I suppose I, I said mainstream. It's not mainstream, but it's starting to be that um, that level of consciousness amongst people and maybe in our, also our generation, mm-hmm. um, across all generations, just people that are, are living more aware. So I suppose it's just being around those kind of people and aligning with people who make you just in general feel good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that. Some very good advice for people, <laughs> especially coming into the new year. Yeah, absolutely. What is most meaningful to you in life right now? Right now, most meaningful, it's really to... The most meaningful thing. I would say um, mindset, my mindset, and also my ability to keep checking back in with myself so obviously we're all humans and we can kind of go off course sometimes just in terms of questioning our why and our purpose why are we doing this sometimes you face struggle in your journey but it's also um, the most meaningful thing now is really self-development and staying on track Uh, I think it's really really important and coming into the new year as well it's obviously very um, important as well. So yeah. just looking forward, maybe the next 12 months, yeah. doing different things. So I, I plan to do a Vipassana meditation retreat, which is 10 days of silence. Yep. As you can tell, I love talking. Yeah. So it's going to really be challenging. <laughs> We're I love, Italian. It's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love being outside of the comfort zone, obviously. But yeah. um, just doing things that, that grow me, that is the most meaningful thing mm. at the moment. So inner work and, and inner work. work on yourself too. Absolutely. Big... To have not, a, not become better, because I don't think that's the word, but evolve. Have a greater impact. Yeah. yeah. To be fit for service. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Which, have a bigger impact. What impact do you want to have people and the community and the world? Um, specifically for Satera Collective, my impact, I really want to make responsible volunteering a household activity. Yeah. So with the trips, um, I offer a family-friendly trip as well, where people can bring even kids four yeah. years and older. So really make... A lot of people have wanted to volunteer all their lives and then they get bogged down maybe by responsibilities and having a job, etc. So just making it easy, making it accessible for families, for individuals, for everyone to be able to volunteer overseas in a responsible way and without having to quit jobs and do anything extreme, just do what they love. Mm. So and these trips are only seven days. Seven days. So yeah. it's just accessible. and um, School yeah. holiday program. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love it. What does it mean to be conscious? 
to be conscious, I think, is having the ability to keep checking back in with yourself. So you know how I mentioned that resilience factor, that bouncing back. It's really just keeping on coming back to yourself because I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to always be perfect as such. So once you maybe have started to wake up (laughs) or be conscious and then you have a really terrible day or an event really um, impacts your life and your mood and your mindset, it's not staying in that place, bouncing back, keep coming back to yourself. There's going to be a million, zillion times where you keep bouncing back. Um, And it's just having that resilience. That's consciousness when you keep realizing you might be off your path, but you keep coming back. I think that's consciousness because we're not perfect and we don't all live this linear, great life. It's this, I I realize that your consciousness, your life is this beautiful continuum, this ribbon in a way that has ups and downs. And it's just that ability to keep coming back to what is equilibrium for you, Mm -hmm. which may be different to someone else, but it feels right for you. Yeah. Perfectly imperfect. Yep. That's right. (laughs) Perfectly imperfectly perfect. Yes, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) So, where can people see more of your stuff, your events, follow you? Yeah. Um, we love Instagram. So, yep. <laughs> and it's very visual, obviously. It's awesome to see past trips. So, we're on Instagram, Collective, And also online, our website is com. Yeah. So, yeah, always happy to have a chat with people who want to volunteer. I'm are very involved in the day-to-day running of the business. So if anybody is interested or to be connected, we're also always keeping an eye out for other NGOs to partner with. So next year, we're um, not only holding some trips in Cambodia, we're actually going to Laos for the first time and holding a Changemaker trip there. So that will be awesome. Amazing. All the links will be in the show notes as well. Yes, absolutely. If uh, if people want to get more information, there is a few dates coming up in the new year. There is, absolutely. Are they top of mind to you? Yeah, there's um, (laughs) a trip starting on the 21st, which is Easter Sunday of April in 2019. And there is a a community school trip starting, that will be that week, sorry. The week after is a house build starting on the 28th of April. And then on early May, we've got a trip to Laos. So I'll yeah. give you some links. Amazing. Those. Thank can't you. Can't wait. And I can't wait yeah, to see if I can you. schedule to be on one or some of those that as well. That would be awesome. It's, like I was saying before, it's over my birthday. So it might be a good oh, little yeah, present for myself absolutely. to give back. Why not? Yeah. Awesome. Is there anything else you want to share with the listeners? Um, I think it's just really... This podcast is amazing. It's been a blessing to align with you. Um, It's really just keeping on coming back to yourself. Keep questioning why you're doing different things. Um, Questioning who you're around, your communities, what legacy you want to leave on this earth. And just align your day-to-day activities with your legacy. And then everything starts rolling. You may not even know what it is, but it's just starting to call that in and it will happen yeah in some way shape or form awesome well thank you thank so you much. thank you so much you are so welcome it's been a pleasure um especially meeting new year's eve in sydney it's gonna be a yeah. crazy 2019 so i'm so happy we connected and aligned yeah, and set this absolutely. up um i just want to say that i really admire who you are and what you're doing in the community because it's Thank not you. just you're you're impacting that community but you're also impacting people like myself because as soon as i seen it i was like how amazing is this i want to share it with everyone because people should be doing this including myself yeah. in giving back and um yeah i want to acknowledge you for that being that 
change maker yeah. <laughs> and um, being that conscious creator and, and doing things that are aligned to you, getting out of something that was uh, comfortable and then taking that risk and now you're impacting so many lives, not just around you but also in different countries as well. Thank so, you. And likewise for yeah. you, this podcast has impacted so many lives and bringing together such an amazing community of people and manifesting that consciousness is next level. So thank you. So you are so yeah. welcome. It <laughs> lights me up. This is what I love doing. Yeah. Um, and for you guys listening, if you want to get in touch with either of us, just the Instagram handles will be there. Make sure you click on those. If you want to be in the Conscious Collective where we post a lot of stuff, um, I know Valentina will start posting stuff because I'll make her. Yep. Um, <laughs> but all those dates and stuff like that will be in the links. So if you go on the on Instagram or the Facebook page and click on the the links in there, it'll have everything. Everything will be there, all information to contact us and to see more. So apart from that, again, thank you so much. You. Hope you have a great New thank Year you. celebration. And uh, let's make 2019 the best year ever. Absolutely. Thank you. (laughs) Good job. See you guys. Thank you. Peace. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen in on our conversation. Hopefully you got some insights and values to raise your awareness. If you like the podcast, please like, share on social media, and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on. I would really appreciate it. You can also keep up to date on our Facebook and Instagram pages. Uh, Both handles are at The Conscious Podcast. And also my personal account, which is at Carlo underscore Cirillo. Until next time, take care and be nice.